Welcome to the Daily Dad Podcast, where we provide one lesson every single day to help you with your most important job, being a parent. I'm Ryan Holiday, and I draw these lessons from ancient philosophy, modern psychology, practical wisdom, and insights from parents just like you all over the world. Thank you for listening, and we hope this helps. I've talked about my running routine a million times and and how uh, it is uh, integrated into my parenting routine. I take the kids for a walk or a run in the morning. We do a walk uh, or run in the afternoon as well. Uh, I tend to wear running clothes throughout the day, and that's why I love 10,000. I've been wearing their interval short, their versatile shirt. I can't recommend this stuff enough. Uh, Lance Armstrong was just telling me they have an awesome sweatshirt, which I'm waiting to arrive as well. Uh, I just I just love 10,000 stuff. Uh, 10,000 makes the highest quality, best fitting, and most comfortable training shorts I've ever worn. Their interval short is the most popular one. I like it. You can wear it in the gym. You can go for a run. You can do backyard workouts. You can wear it at CrossFit. There's free shipping and free returns and a lifetime guarantee. 10,000 is offering our listeners 15% off your first purchase. Go to 10,000.cc slash daily dad to receive 15% off your purchase. That's 10,000.cc slash daily dad. Hey, it's Ryan. Welcome to another episode of the Daily Dad podcast. So I'm in the middle now of, not in the middle, I guess I'm in the middle of the end. I am in what's usually the craziest phase of finishing a book. So it's been into the publisher once, they sent back some notes, I'm having to integrate those notes, I'm trying to tie up the loose ends, I've got a bunch of notes for myself that things I wanted to adjust, things that have occurred to me, you know, things that have been nagging me, I've printed out the book a couple times and gone through it. And so I'm in this sort of scramble and, and the deadline is there. It's looming. And, and this, this happens on, on books, you know, it's a sort of meandering, go at your own pace process until suddenly it's not. And then you, you just got to make it real. You got to finish it. And that's where I am right now. And, you know, this hasn't always been uh, my finest hour on projects. I take my work very seriously. I'm not always as strict about boundaries as I should be. Sometimes anxiety, worry, doubts, the resistance, all that stuff, it comes back, right? Or it comes, comes home to roost in this uncertain period because other than the editor, basically no one's seen this book and it's transitioning from this thing that's been totally and privately mine for a really long time and then becomes this thing that I have a lot less control of. It goes into the production process. More and more people see it but I have less and less opportunity to change it, improve it. And so it, it starts to feel really real, you know? It's like end of summer vacation or something, or you're really excited to start college, but now, now it's real. Now you're packing up your childhood bedroom and now that shit's got real. And so that's where we are with the process. Um, this is the second in my book on the four virtues. Um, it's on, it's on self-discipline and it's been a little crazy cause I've changed the title a little bit. And again, all, all the reasons I was telling you earlier, but here I am finishing it up and I've tried really hard on this book to have it be more integrated in my life, to be a little bit more balanced about it, to take it a bit more calmly and, uh, uh sustainably. And so, uh, I was telling you last week that I was, I was home for a couple of days, uh, cause of the, the ice and the storm. I just wasn't risking it. And, and, uh, Anyways, I was uh, hanging out and my son was working on an art project uh, 
uh, on the kitchen table. My other son was two. Uh, and my oldest, who's five, just out of nowhere, the way kids do, you know, they just say stuff. And you're just like, was that just floating around in your head? Where did you even pick any of that up? And he said, Dad, I'm sorry to hear. He said, Dad, I'm sorry to hear you lost your job writing books. And and I was like, what? Uh, what? I didn't know you know you really even understood that that was my job. I wasn't fully aware that you understood that someone could lose a job. And I'd love to hear how you thought I lost my job. And as my wife and I sort of worked through it, we realized that it was partly because I'd spent the last couple of days at home. Uh, and, and I told him that I wasn't going into work those two days. But also, <laughs> I think it's because things had just been less crazy. He wasn't hearing about it all the time. It wasn't looming large. I w- he was concerned for me and empathetic, which is you know wonderfully encouraging and sweet to hear from your kids, especially as young as mine is. But I think what he was really saying, what he was really doing was paying me a kind of a compliment that, that the book, it hadn't been a big deal to him. And since he hadn't noticed it, he was assuming not that I had matured or gotten better at it, but that, of course, I'd been not doing it or forced into early retirement or fired or whatever he thought. And so I took this as a huge compliment because I would like my work not to be my kid's problem. And it shouldn't be their problem. I think it's really easy when you're really good at what you do, right? Like if you're a professional athlete or a professional writer or, a, you know, a politician for your job to loom very, very large, not just in your life, but in the life of everyone around you, because it is important. And because also I think outsiders think it's very important. But if you're an ambitious person, if you're compulsive at your job, if you if it does loom large in your life. It can also be unhealthy. It can be a coping mechanism. It can be dysfunctional. It can be an escape. And I think you see this, right? Athletes, musicians, artists, celebrities, business people, CEOs, their job becomes their number one priority and family is like down the list further. Just walked the kids to the mailbox this morning, and uh, we'd been gone for a couple days, and so there's a bunch of packages in there. Pulled it out. It was our monthly order of Magic Spoon, which my kids were ecstatic about. They had two new flavors, which I was also excited about. They are today's sponsor of the Daily Dad podcast. Magic Spoon is amazing cereal that you remember when you were a kid, but without all the bad stuff. It's a midnight snack before bed. It's also great for breakfast. You can have it after a workout or before a workout. It's got zero grams of sugar, 13 to 14 grams of protein, and only four net grams of carbs in each serving. Only 140 calories, too. It's keto-friendly, gluten-free, grain-free, soy-free, and low-carb. You can build your own box. They ship it monthly. Available flavors in your bundle are chocolate, fruity, frosted, peanut butter, blueberries, cinnamon, cookies and cream, and maple waffle. You can go to magicspoon.com slash dailydad to grab a custom bundle of cereal. Start the year off right. Use the promo code dailydad at checkout to save five bucks off your order. Magic Spoon is so confident in their product. It's back with 100% happiness guarantee. So if you don't like it for any reason, they'll refund your money, no questions asked. Get your next delicious bowl of guilt-free cereal at magicspoon.com slash dailydad. Use the code dailydad to save five bucks off your order. I love it. And thanks to Magic Spoon for sponsoring this episode. I 
I don't know, I guess I've just, one of my aspirations has been to be very good at what I do, to write great books, to sell lots of books, to be financially successful, to be creatively successful, to be respected in what I do. But if you told me I could turn the dial up on all of those things, so I could be more successful at all those things, but it would come at the expense of my family or my standing in my family or my, the amount of time that I get with my kids. Increasingly, I think it's always been true, but increasingly I would not take that trade. And I, I feel, I've, almost, I've always felt that my family life or my you know, desire to put my family front and center in my life has kind of been a governor on my career in a good way. It's kept me from spinning off the planet, but it's also kept me from possibly doing or achieving certain things that maybe otherwise would have been more in reach. I don't know. You can't measure it, but I do feel like there's a little bit of an opportunity cost there. But I've really tried on this book, which is about self-discipline, to be more balanced with the book. There were definitely some low moments on this project, for sure, where I really felt despair or like I was behind, that I was frustrated with how I was going. But I tried to just be patient. I tried to say like, look, as I've been more successful in this, this should be buying me more freedom, not less freedom. This should be buying me more autonomy, more control, more space, not the opposite of that. Or else, you know, is it really success at all? So I have tried to take this book slowly. I've tried not to take it home with me. I've tried not to have to work extra long hours on it. I've tried, I, you know, of all my books, I've probably had the fewest conversations with my wife about this book. I've tried to, you know, use it as an excuse with my wife less often. I tried to just show up at the office, do my work, and come home kind of like it was any other profession. I mean, it's not any other profession, and it, you can't be good at it if you treat it exactly like you're a banker or something. But I've tried to be much more balanced with this. And then I th the pandemic, I think, gave me the freedom to do that in a lot of ways because there's just less other crap taking up time. So I was able to be more efficient even while working possibly fewer hours. But I, you know, I've just tried not to be crazy on this book. My editor once called my wife after I sold it, a new project and she said, congratulations and I'm sorry. Because she knew like what a book would take, what it, what it meant at home. But I don't think that's been true on this book. But I, that's, and that's what my son was accidentally, in such a cute, innocent way, confirming. He thought I wasn't doing it anymore because it had been so much more integrated in my life. And I don't know how well exactly this translates to what you do uh, or, you know, your relationship with your children. But this idea that your work is not your kid's problem that your work shouldn't be, we, we have an email coming out soon. I was just, just editing it. Uh, Donald Miller, who's also a great writer, he has an office built in the back of his house. It's a beautiful house and beautiful office in Tennessee. And he was saying, he just had a, a, a young daughter. And he was saying, I, I, I wonder what my daughter will think of that office. Is that the place where dad did great things? Or is that the place that dad went instead of being with us? Right. And so I want you to think about the relationship that work has in your life and what your kid's relationship is with it. So in some ways, it's kind of a wake up call that my son thought that because I was around, I had been fired from my job. That's not great. But also that I was able to be around and my son didn't know that I was working on a project, even though that project has been 
in a lot of ways harder than my other books. And it has had dark moments and the world has been crazy and I've been busier than ever. That that hasn't been my kids' problems, that I've been present enough that they didn't even notice. Man, that's just about as good as it gets. And that's today's message. And uh, I wanted to share that with you. And uh, I'll talk to y'all soon. Hey, thanks for listening to the Daily Dad podcast. You can get this via email every day as well at dailydad.com. Please leave us a review in iTunes. Most importantly, if you know any dads or parents who would benefit from these messages, please spread the word. Thanks.